Welcome everybody to Gamer Like Dad. This is episode number two. We need a shout out, don't we? Woo! Yay. We made it. You know, I was I thought I was suffering from podcast burnout. I didn't think I could do the second episode. <laughs> Just kidding. I actually could not wait to get in this seat and talk about video games and stuff with you guys. I've been working all day, working on houses, painting, doing projects out in the outdoors. And I'm like, I want to be lazy and be inside and talk about technology and gaming and nerd stuff sounds like something i can do absolutely but guys welcome thank you so much for joining us again on the second episode of gamer like dad i am chris larson otherwise known as gamer like dad and to my right is mark larson otherwise known as elder geek gamer on youtube on the tube elder geek gamer on the tube he is that's right and if you didn't know we're going to be sharing this content both on Gamer Like Dad on YouTube and also Elder Geek Gamer on YouTube. And on all your favorite podcast apps. Absolutely. And to my left, the best of us three. Certainly the youngest. It is me, Bentley Larson. <laughs> yep. And Bentley, you, well, you can be found at Gamer Like Dad, right? Yep. Do you have any other channels you want people to look you up on? Nope. Nope. He's good. He's good right here. You can find him right here all day long. Not really. But here we are, guys. We are here ready to talk about what we're excited about well we're going to be talking about the month of november right and by the time yeah. you hear this podcast um it's going to be well well into the month yeah we're recording this on what the fifth yeah and this will be releasing on the fr friday the 11th right. yeah midnight well maybe. so that way it's got some chance to breathe and ruminate you know it's going to get better over time that's right we're like a fine wine yeah it's just going to sit there and wait we don't drink so it's got to be like a fine soda soda pop okay you guys say the word pop anyway <laughs> it's a shoddy pop <laughs> guys uh also just wanted to thank everyone for downloading the our first episode of, of of gamer like dad and and we got such amazing reviews five star reviews and if you if you're new to us this time um you know give us a give us a like give us that five star rating that's how you know all those uh the the, the google gods and the and the itunes Head honchos, I don't know what do you call them. <laughs> that's, that's how they. Uh, it's called the algae rhythms. The algae rhythms. That's the algae right. rhythms. That's right. That's how they find us. So we appreciate you guys for giving us all those great comments and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Gets us excited. Yep. 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 But we're. So what are we going to talk about first? Oh man. Well, we, I think we're going to talk about some games that are coming out this month. Cool. Yeah, and I'm going to head it over to uh, Elder Geek Gamer here. He's going to lead us on this discussion. I am. Yeah, oh, or at least somewhat. That's cool. So, we <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. Over, we're going to go over to the list. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, well, so our first game, I think we were talking. Well, we're talking about games and tech, right? But uh, yeah. I guess in the first game, uh, it comes out really soon. It comes out on the eighth, correct? Is that our first one? Yep. That, that we're yeah, Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, that's your territory. You guys. Yeah, Sonic Frontiers. Um, Bentley, have you played a Sonic? Yes, I have. Do you remember which one it was? No idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I used to be my, <clears throat> what dad, was it my go-to game? Was some, did I play a ton of Sonic? Was it because I mean, we had both a Nintendo, I'm a spoiled only child, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know. And I did have pretty much every game system at my fingertips. That was his fault. That was this guy. I take full responsibility. Yeah. Full responsibility. And it was fantastic. I do it all over again. Yeah. All over again. And I'm doing it to Bentley now. So, <laughs> um, but I played Sonic. I think I loved Sonic back then. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You had a lot of fun with it. And I played a lot of them. Uh, as I got older, I kind of skipped them. And then as I thought back, 
like just recently with all the talk about Sonic Frontiers, I, I thought, did I really like Sonic? And I, I, you know, the hardest thing about that game was you gained up all that momentum and you had all those amazing moves and, and then, stuff. Bling! And as soon as you hit something and the, all your rings go flying, everybody knows how Sonic works. And it's, and then you start so slow again. It's like, you're like, <laughs> for those watching your slow motion. And then he starts gaining speed again. I think now that I think about it as a 45 year old man, I hate that mechanic. There you go. Well, that's, <laughs> that's like, part of the reason why they're kind of reinventing things with Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. They're taking it in a whole new direction, a popular direction for a lot of franchises. And I think this is an opportunity for them. And I think yeah. you mentioned this the other day when we were talking. Yeah. Was when the first previews came out, everybody's kind of like, eh, I don't think so. Absolutely. But as time gone, has gone by, people have been more interested and more positive. Yeah. And the people that were able to play it a little bit or see that little uh, dev demo, you know, mm -hmm. it's very, it's like an alpha release version of, of the demo of the game, right. just a splice. And they were saying how the world felt really empty. Um, there wasn't just much to do in it. But again, you know, all they're testing is kind of the, the free roaming aspect of the game, right? right. Um, but now it's getting great reviews from people who are playing it. So that comes out on the 8th. Will you guys be picking it up? <sighs> Would you play a Sonic game, Billy? I don't know. It depends on how amazing it is. I mean, this one's going to be so much different from the other Sonic games. So. Yeah. Is there any multiplayer in it? Or is it just sing that, single player? That's only? a great question. I don't know for those listening or watching, if you know, is there's multiplayer, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Um, I haven't got a clue. Yeah. Honestly, I, would I play it? Yeah, I would play it. Would I spend $70 on it? Mm, I don't know. There's too many games coming out right now. And I've been so spoiled with just given game, games on Game Pass. Mm. Game Pass? Games Pass? <laughs> game Pass. Game Pass. Um, you know, so, I, and then there's big AAA games. I mean, really quadruple aims, A games coming out on PlayStation and uh, which we're going to talk about here very yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really, I really, I couldn't tell you. Well, there's uh, one that's coming right on the ninth and everybody knows if you're listening to this channel, you don't know what's coming out on the ninth. Wake up, wake up. Do you live under a rock? God of war Ragnarok is coming. Ragnarok. Get Ragnarok. It. Nice. And uh, that's going to be an exciting game. And what I've been doing is I went back and I started replaying um, God of war 2018. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing it on uh, the easy baby wavy mode, which blends um, more of a story mode graphics wise and those type of things. It's a little bit less challenged, but I'll tell you what, it's plenty challenging. It's still lots of fun. And for me, I wanted to get this finished before I start um, Ragnarok. Yeah. So I'm going to wait maybe a month before I start Ragnarok because I don't game as much as I used to. Yeah. But I still would like to, I'm really enjoying 2018. Yeah. It's awesome. I yeah. Mean, the dialogue, the story, the graphics, every single bit of it. This is a this is a masterpiece game. Well, and it and it won Game of the Year awards for for most people. Uh, mm -hmm. It was that it was against that and Red Dead Redemption Two. Those were the two that were up for kind of the Game of the War, the Game of the Year awards. Like they mm -hmm. were kind of up against each other, and uh, at least at IGN, God of War won that battle. <clears throat> the the mechanics were so different, you know. Uh, I think what everybody was always talking about was the seamless gameplay from. A cutscene right. into the actual gameplay. Yeah, they just keep there was it, never. They just keep it rolling. Right. That's all they talked about. Mm -hmm. Now this is going to continue in the Ragnarok, and yeah. I've heard some people say, "Well, not much is changing in that area, right? It's the same continuous gameplay." Yes. Yeah. Um, I think they've made things that are good mm -hmm. better, and things that are great fantastic. Yeah. I think they just strengthened the franchise from the early. I did watch one early review with no spoilers, and that was IGN's review. Mm -hmm. 
and it was really positive of it. And it just they just strengthened the franchise, and that's what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. I think I even called you um, and said, you know, I was listening to Min Max guys. If you want another great podcast to listen to about video games, Ben Hansen, who used to work for um, for uh, um, Game Informer. And he ran the podcast there for a really long time, and then he split off. Um, and there's a few Game Informer people that are with him on that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but Janet Garcia is another one who's with IGN, um, or was with IGN, and now she does stuff on Kind of Funny. But she was he was asking her, Ben Hansen was asking her on the MinMax podcast about her thoughts on uh, Ragnarok, God of War, without spoiling anything. And she paused, and <clears throat> she's a pretty harsh critic on things. She'll t- she'll tell her opinion, and she was just like. I might just have to say it was one. Of, I, I think she said it was one of the best games she's ever played, and I and and I I kind of that kind of surprised me. Um, I don't want to you know misquote her, but if go check out that MinMax podcast, we'll put it in the description because it was it was such a good little. They did such a good discussion on it. You know, there are Twitch games, there are jump and platform games, <clears throat> and there are epic story games uh, like um, God of War, mm-hmm. and that's truly what it is. It's an epic story. And it's set in a fantastic um, mystic world. Yeah. And all that just comes together in a perfect way. Yeah. That's it's just one of those games you don't forget. Yeah. Bentley, would you play a game like this? So here, and the reason I ask this is, so Bentley, you know, you're 16, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what if you say dad? Yep. <laughs> but, um, you know, I get, you don't really play these. You didn't, you don't really play a lot of like action, violent type games. Not always. Not always. Not always. But like when God of War was around the previous like games and iterations, I mean, you, I wouldn't let you play those games. I mean, they were, they had, you know, too gnarly, too gnarly. They had bad stuff in it. They stuff that's just not for kids. Right. Yeah. At least in, at least in my opinion. You yeah. You were, way. you were pretty strict. And, um, but now that you're 16, would you play something like this knowing that the story's changed a little bit? Um, um, you know, father son relationship kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. It's third person kind of view, pretty um, gorgeous graphics. Yeah. I mean, I've played um, a few story games, definitely not as much as like, um, I don't know, the other games I've played, but like, like Skyrim or something I like say that, even though it's like an RPG. PlayStation is like, they're all about their stories. Oh, right? man. So, yeah. like, when I played Spider Man, I got a little taste of that. Or like, mm-hmm. what was the game? Was it Horizon? Yeah, Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Yeah. yeah. I played a little bit of that and that was also a good story and stuff like that. Yeah. But um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't actually seen a lot of God of War, yeah. believe it or not. You guys are talking about God of War, but I really have only seen the franchise yeah. title and all that. That might be something we should just try. Maybe even do a little stream on on the channel or something mm-hmm. and just play That'd be a little, fun. Yeah, play a little God of War. But anyway, so that one um and also, I wanted to add on the God of War, we've been talking about it a lot and we should move on, but I, I was going to, this kind of gets in the discussion of our busy schedules, and maybe I won't, we won't get into this quite yet, but I've, I've been playing it on the Steam Deck. and You can play it on the Steam Deck? Now, is it, is it a, what do they call them? Not an authorized game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Approved? So they prove it to where it, it's, it's, uh, it plays, you know, mm. pretty well on a Steam Deck. Um, you don't have to change much as far as controls or, you know, any of the any of these settings on it but here's my here's my downside to steam deck so the nice thing about it is i'm so tired i'm working so late and i come home and i want to go sit in the office and play on a beautiful screen on the ps you know on the ps5 or something like that and just have that experience but when truth 
you know, comes down to it for all those who have kids and who are working late and just have busy lives. I just want to lay in bed. And so the steam deck, I just sat down and yeah, the graphics are not there on the steam deck for God of war, but it is God of war is a big game and it's amazing that I'm even playing it on a handheld device. Now here's the, here's the downside. The battery lasts about an hour and 10 minutes. All right pushing God of War. The fans are going. So you and I were talking earlier about this. You know, this is kind of like going to see Avatar yep. in um, IMAX. Yeah. Or seeing Avatar on your phone. Yeah. And halfway through playing it on your phone, your battery runs out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the, the Steam Deck has a lot of applications and a lot of great things yeah. it can do, but there are some inherent weaknesses in that. Yeah. When you throw a graphically intensive game like God of War at it, yeah. It's, on a regular game that's not so intensive, how long does the battery last? Oh, I can play Vampire Survivors or another version of that kind of game, Brotato, which I'll talk Bro-tato, about. Yeah. Uh, it'll last hours and hours and hours because it right. doesn't use the, use the right. power. GPU intensive and CPU intensive yeah. and it just use up the battery. So. Yeah. But anyway, so that's my experience. I've been trying to play 2018 and catch up to play God of War, but <clears throat> I'm just going to finish it when I can finish it. That's just what's going to happen. So we might have to do the un- unboxing which we'll talk about of the yeah. uh, these collector's editions later and then uh, finish the game later. Yep. All right, so, so that's God of War. Yep, so that's uh, we talked Sonic Frontiers, God of War. <laughs> um, this next one is all you guys. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet. Violet. Nice. Yeah. So how excited, Bentley, are you for that? I'm pretty excited. You know, um, obviously, or I guess not obviously for a lot of people, but... Um, <laughs> The new, like, Scarlet and Violet um, is, like, introducing a new era in Pokemon. And they do this, like, I don't know, what is it, every four years um, in Pokemon where they introduced a new game followed by, you know, the anime, the cartoon um, that, introdu- that, like, goes along with the game and then they have the card sets that they release that goes along with the game and the show. So it's this whole ecosystem. So, Yeah. So this game is going to start like a whole new era for Pokemon, which is pretty exciting for, you know, all of the fans. And it's the first look that we get at like how they're changing the gameplay because they always really, they always change the gameplay a little bit and add some new elements. But then also um, just all the new Pokemon and stuff like that. So, yeah. And the question I have for you guys is, can you ever catch them all? Uh, that's def- a good question. That is a great question. Definitely not all the cards. That's for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> We've been there with the collecting and it is, uh, it definitely takes, I was going to play this, like, uh, this official trailer while, while we were talking. Oh, I just, we have volume going. Let me turn the volume down. There we go. So when does this come out? This comes out the 18th. 18th. I yeah. didn't write that down. Yep. Yeah. There's a little, uh, teaser trailer. Doesn't really show a ton of gameplay. It shows, shows a dude running around finding Pokemon in the real world. I feel like, oh, there we go. There's what systems gameplay. is this available on? So this is on the Switch. Just the Switch. Yep. And there is a, talking about tech, they actually released a Scarlet and Violet OLED Switch. Sweet. Yeah. And we, uh, Billy and I looked at that the other night. Um, what are your thoughts on that OLED Switch? It looks pretty dope, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, introduces obviously like the new legendaries are on it mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool mm-hmm. and it has a pretty cool color scheme yeah got a lot going on on the back had a lot of cool designs has the starters on the backs of the um joy cons 
Mm. Um, and it's got the scarlet and violet colors. Look, basically grape and a mix of a. I didn't realize scarlet was like a orange red. Yeah, they yeah. they called it scarlet. Yeah, know. it's just scarlet. It's not red. It's not orange. In the middle somewhere. Anyway, so we're watching some gameplay right now, guys. If you're not on the video version and you want to go over to YouTube, Elder Geek Gamer or Gamer Like Dad on YouTube, yeah. we'll have the we'll have the gameplay showing right now. But there's the regular Switch, and then um, yeah, I got my OLED Switch when the Metroid Prime came out, uh-huh. and um, it's not Metroid Prime, Metroid Dread. Thinking of the really old uh, Metroid. Game. I love the Metroid series. Yeah, but I tell you, the OLED Switch is just awesome. There's certain games <clears> that are made for it, and those black levels on it. And yeah, the, the sound is actually better on the OLED switch too. Yeah, oh, the the colors, you know, the, with everything the, pops. Everything pops on an OLED switch. It looks really good. Coming from your pop, I won't let you know that <laughs> everything pops. Also on Scarlet Violet, there's a lot of new. Um, you can take different paths. Um, you don't necessarily have to go to like, you know, go fight all the gyms. You, there's, I guess, you can attend school. Uh, there's cooking. You can make sandwiches and have picnics with your Pokemon. Eh? Dad, does that interest you? Um, I'm just going to sit here for a minute and <laughs> take a nap. And, um, they've, they've yeah. actually announced several, the, the Pokemon, right? Family? Yeah. Uh, yeah. we watched one. What was it? What's his name? The little dog Pokemon? Graveyard. Graveyard. Yeah. Graveyard. This, this guy right here. The ghost dog. Yeah. It's a, it's a ghost dog. An interesting thing about Graveyard, Graveyard, I guess they, cause they're playing off the graveyard. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, he's a he's a puppy dog, and he's got like a little candle on his on uh, mm. the candle's underground, and apparently he lives underground mainly as a ghost pup. But if you get near him, and and he'll he'll pop out, and he's a super friendly doggy doggy doggy. But there's a dark side to him, just like there are with a lot of Pokemon. And if you play with him a bunch, and you hang around him enough, he saps your life force, and you like pass out. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it's a little creepy. Cute doggy, but man. Over 100 children have gone missing over the past <laughs> month since the release of this game. And like right there, so you can see um, if I can pause it fast enough. Nope, I didn't pause it fast enough. Um, they have the, the crystal, what do they call it? Crystal something. It's the crystallization of the Pokemon. It, it's like all the other mechanics back in the past. Bentley, what have they been? They've been VMAX. Oh, yeah. Starting with Mega Evolution going into. I, was it Mega Evolution was the first one, and then like V Max, yeah, and uh, that was in no, the X Y era. Was it was it? Um, Z moves after Mega Evolution. Okay, Z moves, and then because that was Alola, right? That was an Alola. Sun yeah. and Moon. That's Sun and Moon Pokemon. Dad, well, by sure, the way. I knew that. Sure. <laughs> well, duh. And then uh, that was, and then there's there was Gigantamax. Mm-hmm. Gigantamax. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, anyway, but that's the new one. Yep. And apparently it can change their, um, the type that mm, the Pokemon that's is. That's interesting. Yeah. So anyway. Well, you guys know your stuff. I know nothing. So that's everything for Pokemon dad. There's our coverage on the Pokemon side, cool. but uh, that comes out on the 18th. And so, um, that'll also be out by the time we do our second episode of this month, guys, just in case you didn't know, we'll, we're doing two episodes a month for the podcast, mm-hmm. one on the second week and one on the fourth week of the, of the month. But we might be striving to do a live episode this last part of the month. Yeah, I'd really like to. I think it'd be a lot of fun. What do you think, Billy? You think we could do it? Sounds good to me. I think we, we could pull, we it, pull off. it off. We might even do a little after-party action where we do uh, an unboxing of something and, and do it live so that people can take part. Yep. That'd be cool. All Have right. Some giveaways. Uh, Dad, and I think we have one last thing. Maybe? Yeah, I'm going to do a little spillover. Yeah. Um, Gotham Knights... Um, 
And I've got something to show off while you're talking about it. Released uh, that he on brought. the 21st of um, October. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really count as a November release, but it launched in such bad shape that we're going to call it a November release mm-hmm. because it's had a couple of bug patches and it's starting to get better. Mm-hmm. But this has been a game that's, um, you know, it's been really controversial. But one of the things this kind of segues into, because a lot of the games that I buy and Chris and I will buy together, we buy the collector's editions. Right. So like with God of War that we were just talking about, um, we, we have the collector's editions on purchase pre-order. Mm-hmm. And um, I also did the same thing with uh, Gotham Knights. But the question becomes, are these collector's editions getting too expensive? And right. I think they are. So let's take and a look. For those, at the, yeah, for those listening, we're pulling it up on Yeah, we're pulling this the video. Up. So we just go to Best Buy site and we yep. type in video game collector's editions. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things I'll look at to find out, you know, what's out there, what's still in stock, what's available. And every so often I'll find like a collector's edition that's like from six months ago that's at half price. Now tell us your secrets. I don't want to sidetrack you too long, but you are a master at, at ordering things and getting them before other people do. Do you have yes. a secret? Do you want to share that secret? Sure. Um, one of the things you can do Or at is, least a tip. Here's a tip. Take some of your favorite stores, take um, GameStop, take Best Buy, take Walmart, and take the actual um, developer's store if they're selling the actual item itself. Keep those on your cell phone with you. And then throughout the day, just take two to five minutes. That's all Mm -hmm. it takes. Mm -hmm. So check those stores and see where the inventory is there. In one of those places, you're bound to find it. And in 95% of the cases, I get every collector's edition I want. Oh, nice. So, and there's other things you can do, but maybe I'll do an episode on that sometime. Just kind of be on top of it a little bit. Yeah, and it's not that, just everybody bemoans the fact, oh, I couldn't get a collector's edition. Well, it takes a little bit of work, but it's not complex. If a 70-year-old guy can do it, you can do it. Well, and most of us, I mean, the general public, to be fair, you know, we we just hear about it when it's out. A lot of people, when they hear the news, they're hearing it from, you know, not an insider news. It's usually just someone's like, "Hey guys, it's out," and it was well. And we're we're maybe serious. this morning it released and it's already gone. We're serious players and and collectors, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, I, I won't put myself as a real serious serious collector because there are people out there that have to own every single thing. Well, you're pretty big there, though. But I get a lot of stuff. So, so let's um, bring this up so the yeah. people that are watching this can actually see it. Yeah, we're going to take a look at God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition. Yeah. Now this is two hundred bucks. And for me, at $200, that's about the cap I'd like to see on most things. They have another edition that's $50 more. And I thought this was one of the best <clears throat> value for the price. And that's what we really got to talk about is when we look at the value. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at it, Chris. What is coming with this? You got a steel book? Steel book looks like you have two. Are these two little figures? Look, yeah. It says, uh, car- oh, they're carvings. Mm-hmm. So it looks like wood carvings with some uh, red and blue, mm-hmm. um, just the coloring detail on their outfits. Really cool. Um, and then it comes with Bentley. Your favorite. Yep. The Dwarven Dice set looks pretty dope. Dwarven Dice. These look like wood almost carved yeah. uh, different uh, shapes. I guess I guess it, like D&D people would know, right? Those types of dice. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what's that thing right there, Chris? And they come in a little pouch. And then my favorite piece, oh my goodness, is of course Mjolnir Replica, which does not look like the same one as Thor from the Marvel you know, for those, it's pretty awesome know. looking. It's not, and I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. That's just, you know, I fantastic. hope they, I hope they put some weight in it. I hope it's just not like a piece of life foam. <laughs> I know that's gonna be really just disappointing. Foam, yeah. it just go, I don't think so. I think it's gonna be at least made of some resin and then, have some weight to it. 
one of the things we're looking at uh, on this uh, screen is the Knowledge Keeper Shrine, which is what the box is for this. Oh, okay. I love it when they do great things with the box. Yeah. I'm, I've said this before in other podcasts. Mm -hmm. We probably have one other podcast, but I've said mm -hmm. it in that one too. Because I love a great box because you can do so many things with it. And that's one of the reasons I don't have a lot of room to display things in my room. Because if it's a really cool box, I display it. Yeah. So if you think about this, um, the game itself is $199. Mm -hmm. The collector's edition is mm -hmm. minus $69 for the game. So you're paying $130 for this really cool box, the steel book, the dice, the dwarven dice set, the um, hammer, mm -hmm. and the uh, knowledge keeper shrine. Uh, I think that's a good deal. I really do. If yeah. you think 130 bucks for that, that's right on par. I have no issue with that whatsoever. And as you can tell, like for us, like for Bentley and I, like getting this collection, thanks to Elder Geek Gamer, my dad right here spoiling us here, picking us up an extra copy, which I didn't do for him on the Steam Deck, if you <laughs> listened to our last episode. Yeah. Um, but my favorite thing, if you can look behind us, guys, is I like collecting weapons from games and movies and stuff like that. And we've got Minecraft swords and the Gallahorn from Destiny, OG. Man, you picking up that Gallahorn was an awesome thing. Yeah, that, yeah, That's I love mega. it. The D one Gallahorn. I've got some Lego weapons on the back of the wall, guys. Again, if you haven't watched the video version, um, but yeah. Okay, um, well, let's pop over to Gotham Knights, and then for Bentley, the dice is where he's at because he's a big D and D guy. So you know we're gonna find him a set of dice. Yes, there's, so, there's ways to do this. If you didn't already know, I'll give you guys another tip. If you're collecting something and you're just looking for a specific item. You'll find lots of people in Etsy or different places who will mm -hmm. just sell that one item. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you can look for the dice and you'll find somebody who's probably say the bike, the dice for like 20 to 50 bucks. And at that point, if you're, it's worth it to you, just buy it. Mm -hmm. Just get that for somebody. Yeah. So, that's a good the idea. Phone lines will open up in just a minute. We're oh. going to be taking calls and donations for Bentley's Dice uh -huh. Fund. Yes, Bentley. yeah, Bentley's Dice Fund. Please donate. And, no. and what we didn't mention is there was a there's a bigger version of that God of War there special is. edition, and they had, the dice were different in that one. They are different. Yeah. They also had a couple of little figure things that I knew I would never display or have any yeah. room to put. I guess one thing that I did see and that I was a little jelly of is it has a record in it, and I'm starting it, uh, to collect. Had I thought about that, some that, records that have some nice print you could do on that, them. You could do what I just said. Yeah, you probably just go find, find the somebody record. on one of those different uh, sites and find somebody yeah, who's just that doesn't the have the record. Yeah, yeah. So let's look at the uh, Gotham Knights uh, Collector's Edition. Okay. That's $300. And I will tell look you right off price. the bat, if you ask me the value, is it here? Well, let's go through what's in it. Okay. And so those, you get a cut. Go yeah, ahead. For those not, again, watching, we're going over the uh, the uh, collection on yeah. Best Buy here. Go, so go back to it. the first um, okay. graphic there. So you get a pre-order, you pre-order it and you get the 233 custom bat cycle scan. So anybody that pre-orders gets that. So it's not really exclusive to the collector's edition. Okay. Yeah, that makes so sense. So the next one, what is exclusive is you get a um, Gotham Knights, pull up just a little bit for me. Gotham Knights uh, Deluxe Edition game mm -hmm. that comes with a separate um, media book. Right here. Yeah. If you'll click on that so I can read it. The old man can't read that. Yeah, it's away. not going to let me zoom much more. That's perfect. So it's a uh, LED book mm -hmm. packaging. And what it does is there's the four characters on the front of this um, book. Mm -hmm. And each one of their chess pieces lights up with an LED color. That's pretty cool. It's, <clears throat> on the book itself. Me. On the book itself. It's, it's kind of a crummy implementation of it because you can't find the button to light up the LEDs. How do you do it? It's hidden on the inside cover underneath the... Um, the cardboard. Oh, so you can't even activate it from the outside. No, you oh. have to go from the inside and you have to sit, hit it. Like it takes me 10 times to get it activated. Yeah. It's a great idea. 
great concept, but it wasn't well implemented. And then gotcha. if you were with us here and looking at this, you'd also see that that book is an art book. It has lots of really cool art uh, from the uh, game itself. It also has a place in the back for you to put the disc. So you don't get a steel book per se, but you do get the um, media book that comes with it. Yeah. And then if you'll pop back to that screen again, mm -hmm. um, you also get a map, which is a um, oh, in the back here, paper map behind the characters. You know, it's okay, but um, the 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 big thing for me is, um, did we talk about the augmented reality collector pin? We didn't. There's a little pin, guys. If you're not watching, uh, there's a little pin. It's it looks like just a regular pin that you just pin on your shirt. Yeah, and you just take your phone and uh, put the camera on, and it'll take that I think a QR code on it or whatever, and do some little AR thing with it. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, that's just one of those things that you it's throw a little tchotchke that you know yeah. whether you like it or not. Yeah. So then you get all the in-game contact content, the Promethean New Guard transmog, more transmogs. Yeah. So you get some skins for your and characters. the visionary pack content, those type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But the big thing that's attracted me was the statue mm -hmm. what's cool about this stack statue is it's four players and we have one guys i'm, I'm gonna cut to uh this our base cam here and I'm bring it up there we go and we can even zoom in a little so bit. there it'd be and you have to ask yourself so the whole thing was 299 we take off 89 for the game that says that's 210 dollars we're paying for the statue for the media book for the key um there's also on the um, a little uh, thing that says this is an authentic um, production and what the, num the run number of it is. I'm doing the Vanna White spin <laughs> of the figures here. If you, you guys want to watch the video, it. thank you, thank you. Need some creamer on your hands, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, they're rough. But that's an awesome, awesome statue. I really, really like it. Is it worth two hundred and ten dollars? Well, let's let's take off the <sighs> other things. Let's, let's let's give us let's say forty bucks for the other stuff. So yeah. If you take forty bucks, two ten. What's that bring us down to? Uh, 270, 170. Yeah. So if you pin mm -hmm. in 170, and I'll tell you what I pay for this statue. If, if it was just the statue by itself, I'd pay anywhere from a low of 75 to up to $150 for it. Really? Based on other statues that I've seen. Okay. And then what the main appeal to this is, it's really high quality, uh, really well detailed, and it has all four figures interacting in it. A lot of times you can pay $75 for a statue of a single um, entity mm -hmm. figure. Mm -hmm. And for this one, you get all four, but that is still worth some money, but still that's 300 bucks for this sucker. Yeah. And I'll show you one more thing until we move on to the next thing. So okay. let me ask you then. So with the noble team from the halo one, right? Is mm -hmm. it the noble team yeah. that's in the, all six uh, yeah. of that fire team yeah. together? Uh, how much of was that one? If you, if you remember on halo, 150 bucks. See, that's crazy. Right. Like that's, and that, I mean, arguably, I mean, it's halo. And you know, I, um, Bought two of those. I bought one way after they came out. Yeah. I mean, just recently, in the last few months, I bought one. Yeah. And I paid $150 for a really pristine one. And I paid $125 for one that had a couple of issues with it. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind paying what the original price was. If it's a really hard to find item, and it's in good condition. Right. So that was, that was terribly awesome. Right. Okay. So look, go back to one more screen real quick. Mm -hmm. Go back to the first page of the Gotham Knights thing. Okay. Back one more. All right. I'm I'm searching guys for over the what are we looking for? Okay, right there. So we're at the screen where we're just where we see God of War above Best Buy. Yep. Yeah, then Gotham Knights is the mm -hmm. next one. I'm gonna show you something very interesting about this. You can still 
buy the PlayStation 5 version of that, what's that tell you about the game and how popular it is? Oh, yeah. yeah it's it tells available. You, it tells you that it's struggling, especially with the uh, non-PC editions, which are really struggling with frame rate. Click on the Xbox Series X. Where at? Right to the right. Down. You've got three of them in a row. Oh, gotcha. You can still buy it. Yeah. You know which one you can't buy? Click Is on it on that. PC? Wow. Now, why can't you buy the Windows one? Because the Windows is the best version of Gotham Can't you play in higher frame rates? You can play decent frame rates. There's more things you can do to tweak it out. Um, you're very limited in what you can do with the consoles. So that one's gone, but the other two are still available. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this is something in the next three to six months, you start to see them available for 150 bucks. Gotcha. So are collector's editions getting too expensive? Yes. You have to determine what it's worth to you, and if it's worth it to you, more yeah. power to you. Yeah. Guys, let us know what you think about collector's editions. If you're a collector out there and you pick up figures or anything, you know, are you, yeah. do you, do you get sold? Um, you know, my, my two cents, you know, from our collector's editions that Bentley and I have, you know, grabbed or you've grabbed for us, uh, it was really destiny was kind of the one that I started really buying those yeah. big editions. Yeah. And when that, when Bungie was releasing those first ones, yeah, um, like my, the one I've got with the uh, interactive ghost. Yeah. With the interactive ghost. It was awesome. I wish I had grabbed that one. And then they did another one that was on uh, maybe King's Fall or maybe with uh, Crota. Oh, it's got the um, ghost that... Um, yep. The one that you could squish, but that's <laughs> that's from the newest one, right? Yeah. But um, they, did, they had a couple sets, but then they started releasing some collector's editions that had kind of like what we saw with this Gotham Knights where it was just a, ma it was just a map and some paper and, some, and a book, which, I mean, an art book is cool, but for me, it doesn't sell me all the way. And as a collector, I like to display things. Now, a book right. you can display, but having a... Still, how many printed materials can you, right. can you show? I right. Mean, it's limited space. You, you want to put a figure in... Like, go back to the, the Doom Eternal version. I mean, that, what did that thing cost me? Probably 200 bucks? Yeah, but you got a helmet. You got the awesome helmet, with oh. it, which is just amazing. Yeah. Helmets um, are... Helmets or weapon replicas are like right. the piece de resistance for me. Right. Wait, is that French? Resistance. Uh -huh. Yes, exactly. Sorry. Um, Sorry and about same that, thing French. with the uh, Mass Effect version mm -hmm. that came with the helmet. Yeah. There's so many great collectors. So I hate to see us going in this new direction. Yeah. And I hope that we don't see this as the new trend. Um, yeah. What's the um, game that released just not too long ago? Um, Destroy All Humans. Uh -huh. And they just came out with a remastered version. Mm -hmm. 300 bucks. Mm hmm. And the extra $210, $220 was just for one figurine yeah. of the, the main That's an expensive figurine. Yeah, yeah like I started said. with that. Yeah. I, I think Crypto. for Collector's Edition, I'm down with like one big, really cool piece. Yeah. And then the game. And then I'm good. Yeah, well, that was 300 bucks for Crypto and the game. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So, well, thanks. And anyway, tell us what you think. I thought I'll still be buying Collector's Editions, but I always look for a deal. I've got a lot of them at half price if I wait a while. Yeah. And uh, good hunting to you all. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think that, Bentley, do you have a favorite collector's item that maybe that we've we've mm. collected here in the office that you can think of? Uh, we've been talking a ton about collector's uh, things. Uh, I'm not quite sure. As I he do. looks around the office. Okay. <laughs> One thing I like is the controllers. You I have show, a few controllers. You want to show some of those Xbox controllers on? Sure. Um, here, I'll let you show off. Okay. This so this one, guys, I didn't even realize this, but this, as far as, again, collectors, this, you know, this doesn't come with, well, it did. This came with the game. This is the Sea of Thieves uh, controller. Now, what I did not realize, Dad, is that in 2020, this thing blew up. You couldn't, you can't find these controllers. You bought me this game and then you asked me, do you want the controller that comes with it? And I said, 
yeah, sure. You know, just kind of nonchalantly. Well, this controller went over three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get my I couldn't get myself one. Yeah, and if guys, if you aren't watching again the video, uh, this is a see through. It's got the purple color. It's reminiscent of was that the N sixty four days with that see through purple like that plastic. Oh yeah, like, I've got one. It's the atomic purple version. Yeah, the atomic purple, and it reminds me of the atomic purple see through stuff. And then it's got the splash of the green with the. Uh, the the skull in the middle mm. and then that's a great look it's controller. got a gold right trigger mm -hmm. it's just so cool that's and, for your gold tooth matey yeah and there's even etching of the islands if it's really hard to see with the sheen but just right here um where your hand kind of rests over that bottom piece of the controller it's got etchings of of islands yeah it's, it's actually engraved cool. into you can feel it but this controller and then here's the thing i played with this for a ton so look i wore away a little bit of the left <laughs> thumbstick and then when i saw that it was over 300 dollars, i put it up on a <laughs> on the stand and i stopped using it but this is probably my favorite controller i think now. bentley's got another one to show us he does yeah he's yeah. going to continue with um, the conversation all right well i don't really know much about this one this one's for your xbox series yeah that one right? goes with the infinite yeah oh yeah that's halo right. infinite, infinite series x yeah um for that edition yeah I, yeah that's really clean. That's like, that reminds me of just like a, a nice Navy suit. You it, know? it is. It really is. Gold with the blue and the, mm -hmm. or the, like the it, midnight blue. If you look at the Xbox Series X uh, Halo Infinite console, yeah. it has that same type of ge uh, geometric uh, graphics on it. Yeah. And the same color palette. Yeah. It really looks sharp. It yeah. does. It looks like a uniform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then and this then, is my man, Ben. Yeah. This is one this of my is favorites. Mr. B's. Super cool. Uh, you got this one for me. Was that for birthday? So I nice. can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and yeah, it's for the Forza Horizon. Is is it five yeah. or four? Yeah, this is our the last uh, Forza Horizon five. Right? Yeah, five. Um, correct us in the correction down below if you guys. I can't remember. I think or send it's us five. to the correction box. Forza, Forza Horizon five, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, which was this year? Yeah. So it has the like festival paint splatter on. Yeah. The controller for those of you who have like played the game they always do like the pink and the blue like mist whenever you go through like a because it was in mexico right yeah 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 and then um yeah it has transparent um plastic that's mm -hmm. yellow and mm -hmm. then the triggers are um and uh, as well as the thumbsticks pink it's basically like carnival it's like it's just got this splash of all these amazing mm -hmm. colors yeah and then the last cool thing is you can see on the back right here, this black part is actually basically like a steering wheel. It feels like steering wheel rubber. Oh, I didn't notice that yeah, before. Here, yeah, here, feel yeah. it. Give it yeah, a that's feel. exactly like... It's super nice, super oh. smooth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it's that a Mercedes? Yeah. It's a very nice feature to the controller. Sweet. So, yeah. That's a spectacular Good one. Good job, Xbox. I mean, those guys putting out the, this, uh, the hardware for Xbox with the controllers and stuff is absolutely fantastic. And I, you know, Bentley was talking about... Um, Thanks for sharing that, Bentley. Uh, yeah. He was talking about that that Forza Horizon Five controller. Just basically takes us into our next conversation. That's what uh, what games were. Um, well, what are some of our favorite games of this of this year, twenty twenty two? I thought I want to start that conversation off, and then also, um, you know, what we're playing. It can, it'll kind of bleed into it. So, Bentley, uh, you know, after talking about that, and it reminded me of Forza Horizon Five mm -hmm. because you played that this year. But what are what's yeah. what's some of your favorites this year that you've played? Yeah. So. Um... Including, yeah, it would be Forza is definitely one of the big ones. Although that actually came out really late 2021. Um, we'll count it. But yeah, and then they released a Hot Wheels, um, like, what is it called? Like, extended 
expansion. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, expansion. And um, that was in 2022. So that was something really cool. You guys have to show me that. I haven't seen it yeah, yet. Yeah, it was, it was super awesome. It was like you're riding up, you know, the tracks and stuff. Yeah. Super cool. Um, And then, yeah, so that would be one of my favorite games for 2022 as well as um, for me, I was enjoying Splatoon 2 and Slime Rancher, the original, like, a while ago. I would play those a lot. So um, the sequels of those games released. This was your year. Just recently, yeah. Yeah. Slime, or, yeah, Slime Rancher 2 mm-hmm. um, just recently released, and then Splatoon 3 mm-hmm. as well. So I've been playing those. They're pretty fun. Yeah. And your consensus is definitely worth the pickup for those yeah. games. Especially for somebody who's like enjoyed the games before. You know, if you enjoyed yeah. the previous games, you're definitely gonna like this one. Yeah. But if you didn't enjoy the other games, then you probably won't like them. Yeah. So Well, that's true. But. And Spl- Slime Rancher Two was on Game Pass too, so that was uh-huh. an easy pickup. Yeah. Whereas Splatoon three, I mean you had to buy it, but um and they also released a really cool uh Nintendo Switch uh Splatoon mm-hmm. three yep. edition for that as well. Go ahead. I got to be real honest with you. I'm going to kind of wimp out on what's my favorite game and what I've been playing. Um, uh, there's so many things I have to play that I almost get kind of like locked up. I have uh, decision paralysis. I was about to say, do you have game paralysis? Like, yeah, there's absolutely. so much to play and then you sit down, you get so tired that you just don't play anything. Yep. You got it. That's especially exactly when, what I do. Especially when you're retired. So you're getting a head start on it. Yeah. But, um, How many of you guys feel the same way? Are you yeah. are your lives so busy that you 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 go through the backlog or all the games or the games that are coming out and you're like, oh, I'm so excited, and you lay down, you you're out, yeah, you're asleep before yeah. you even play a game. Or if you get old like me and you have three o'clock naps, you know that's, that happens. But um, maybe it's just you and me, Dad. Maybe Bentley over here, he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I mean, I definitely have a similar thing. Probably not the same as you guys, but like. I don't know. I I was talking about Slime Rancher and Splatoon, like those yeah. being my favorite games and what I've been playing. But I haven't played those in like a few weeks. Uh, you a know? few hot weeks for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It just, every once in a while, I like fall yeah. off the train and yeah. don't get back on, you know. Well, and it's tough, you know. To, one of the things that keeps us all from uh, replaying games or getting caught up on games is if it's been a long time and it's a complex story game, Mm-hmm. Uh, let's even take a, a destiny or let's take a God of war. Mm-hmm. And if you're halfway through it, when you leave it, you sometimes pick it up and you go, oh, wait a minute, who was who, what are the controls that I need to be using on this game? It can take you an hour or more to reorient yourself to where you're competent to move forward and feel like was, that's the bad part about dropping off and leaving a game is it's tough to get back in. It takes effort. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. A high learning curve is really hard on a game. Yep. And again, this is why when I mentioned the previous co- podcast of, of the short games that I'm playing on, on Steam right, and on the Steam right. Deck, because I can pick it up and be in for 10 minutes and back out. One of the topics we are, we've all talked about talking about, wait, what? <laughs> is the, is, you know, games that are under 10 hours right. to play. That's one of our, supposed to be one of our segments coming up on future episodes. Remember back in the day when games like Skyrim came out and you're like, oh man, you can put like 100 to 150 hours in this game. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, when we hear about an open world game, we're like, Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, what do, you, what do you feel comfortable at? I mean, t- 10 hours is awesome or less. Mm-hmm. Um, 25 is kind of my tops. And yeah. if there's something that um, I, I can get a really good steal on or deal yeah. on, and I don't care that they're not going to play it for a year or yeah. whatever. Um, when they say you can get 75 to 125 hours on it, it's mm-hmm. like, 
okay, we will see you this December yeah. or something like that. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I, for me, I think I might, I'm not going to skip out on the conversation, but Bentley added his games. Um, I actually want to add on to his, his talking about uh, Forza Horizon 5. When, when the DLC pack came out for Hot Wheels, I didn't play the other Hot Wheels pack that came out for, I think it was Horizon 3. All right, guys, we had a little, uh, we had a little camera issue. So I, we turned it back on. We're going to try and finish here in the next five minutes. Um, I was talking about Hot Wheels DLC, and I am, I absolutely loved playing Hot Wheels DLC for this year. That is not even a whole game, but it, that it just improved Forza so much for me. The feel of being shot on those ramps <laughs> and, and looping and going sideways and doing all the crazy, you know, all the G's you're pulling. It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of F-Zero. Yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Um, I think if you recall, I think I bought you some Hot Wheels stuff as you were. Oh yeah. No, I love, I love Hot Wheels stuff. It was, it was fantastic. Anyway, so I've been enjoying that. And of course being in my particular situation of being, you know, where I have Bentley who's 16 and I have a little guy who's three, he's, I've been playing Kirby and the forget is the forgotten land, forgotten kingdom or something like that. And he loves watching um, he loves watching, and I think we have. I don't know if we can pick up the baby crying speak, in the background. Speaking for our little guy, yeah. I think we need to close this episode down. Yeah, we need to close this episode down. But that that's one I've been uh, really enjoying um, playing with him. He just likes sucking up the bad guys and taking their powers, and then going him. and beating the bosses. Yeah. So, um, so my my catalog of gaming is insane. And then of course I try to play God of War on the Steam Deck and at and in bed at night trying to you know finish 2018 so I can play Ragnarok uh, on the ninth. And so that's kind of where I am. So favorite game. Do I have a favorite game? You know what my favorite game is? Uh, the games like Vampire Survivors and Brotato. If you haven't seen yeah. Brotato, it's yeah. a you're it's like Vampire Survivors, but you're a potato and you're trying to survive as a potato with a certain loadout. Try it. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Brotato. It's Bro-tato. it's fantastic. That actually might be some, one of the funnest games I've played. Yeah. So um, but yeah, I think that's it as far as, you know, the games yeah. we're playing, the yeah. games, you know, and we'll have another end of the year discussion with games that we that we really have enjoyed for yeah. through the end of the year. Um, we have some teasers just ending this podcast, right? Um, we're going to do, like we mentioned before, we're going to do some live sessions for the podcast and we're going to do, um, I think we're going to call co-op them op games. Yeah. We're going to call them after parties and we're going to mm-hmm. play some of these games, all of us here. And uh, you know, you guys can join us uh, live while we play some of these games that we're talking about or, you know, experience it. Maybe it's a new game. Maybe it's one we've, you know, been playing. Maybe it was one at the beginning of the year, like Elden ring or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but there's a big uh, party we're going to plan at the beginning of next year. Elder Geek Gamer over here, my dad, Mark Larson, he turns the big 70 in yep. January. And we're going to party, game party. We're going to party. And we're going to actually try to maybe set that up as a live. It would be really nice if we could do a live stream. Have all live my buddies stream. there and yeah. family. And-, and guys, what you don't know about us is my dad and I, uh, and Bentley hasn't joined in You know, until recently. We might be able to do it again and now that he's uh, older. Um, we used to do land parties all the time, all the time for, for years and years and years, decades. And then COVID got us and then COVID got us. And we kind of stopped doing that. But the land party thing, there's just something about being together yep, in absolutely. the same room and playing games. Can't wait. Absolutely a blast. Yeah. So more co-op games. We're going to do the, the January birthday party. Yeah. We're going to do some live sessions of the podcast, gamer like that podcast. And, uh, a lot more. And if you guys yeah. have suggestions for us again, please do let us know, let us know. Yeah. Cause we want to do some cool things, uh, with you guys and, you know, we have such a great community from the Pokemon community, but also, you know, from right. your community and, right. and just love to grow that community and, and just have fun together and enjoy video games and nerdiness. 
Nerdiness. Right? Let's go get the little listener. We'll get the little guy. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting. Again, just leave a like, uh, you know, five-star review on any of the podcast outlets. You know, check us out on... Dad, where, they, where can they find you again? On YouTube as uh, Elder Geek Gamer or Twitter, uh, Elder Geek Gamer 1. Elder Geek Gamer 1. And uh, Bentley and I, you can find us at, uh, at not Elder Geek Gamer, but Gamer Like Dad <laughs> uh, on YouTube. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much where we are. But again, guys, thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.